0: They read this view into the scripture and they say, I can't see it any other way. Well, may I say, just let the scripture speak for itself. Hey, welcome back to Bible Line. I'm your host, Pastor Jesse Martinez. And today we're not really getting into uh, answering a question. We're kind of talking about a situation. I want to give you my thoughts on it. Let's dive right in. Someone sent this in to uh, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org. You can send your questions there too. I recently heard a gospel given much like the one we believe, but one thing that was said threw up a red flag. In part of the conversation discussed, they said it is not anything you can do to save yourself into eternal life except by believing that Jesus Christ died for your sins. I completely agree with that statement, except after that they said God gives you the gift of belief. Okay, yours truly here. (laughs) You know where this is going, right? Back to the question. I then asked if he thought God made people believe. And he said, no, God doesn't force you into believing, but gives you the gift of belief. Do you see what's going on here? I I hope you can see it. And this is not to make fun of this person. They're, They're honestly doing a good thing, trying to soul win. There's nothing wrong with that. But do you see where stuff is leaking in? Back to the question, further discussion went on and he asked me if I did anything to be saved. And I said, it's not by works that you are saved, but by believing in Jesus Christ and what he did. And I chose to believe that. After he said that if I thought I was the one who believed on my own, then that was me saving myself. And that's a form of work. I was left even more confused and asking more questions about that. I was thinking this was a form of Calvinism, bingo. And I asked him and he told me, no, I'm not a Calvinist. So I'm not really sure what this belief is and if it's true or not. Is it true that God gives uh, someone the gift of belief? Excellent question. Deserves a wonderful answer. And I just want to thank you for your detail, taking time to write that on. I know that's important. There are five basic points of Calvinism, and this is point number two, and it's unconditional election. And it basically teaches this way. That God has already, unconditional, means there is no condition for it. This is God just simply choosing out of his sovereignty. He has chosen there are people who he will force to believe and people who he will force to unbelieve. And that's how it's always going to be. We're, e- everything that mankind is doing right now it has been predetermined by God. It's already been uh, predetermined to happen, and we're just seeing it roll out. There's, no, there's nothing you can do about it. If you believed, it's because God forced you to believe. Now, that is based off of an order here, and I want to explain that order to you based off of Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. Don't forget to like, comment, and share this video. That makes it available to so many more people. Some of you are here because people are liking and commenting and sharing on the video. Uh, don't forget, too, if you've already subscribed, hit the notification bell. You get notified every time that we post a new video. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. If you have a Bible question, send it in to us. You can email us questions at BibleLineMinistries.org, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org, and we'll do our best to get you a written answer and even make a video just like this one. Okay, so we're talking about unconditional election, and I promised you we'd see the proper order of how a person gets saved. Look in Ephesians chapter 1 with me, verse 13. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Let's take a look at that again. In whom ye also trusted, this is building off of Christ, after you heard the word of truth, and he doesn't even say, uh, or, or he, he doesn't leave it blank as to what the word of truth is. Oh, is it a truth about how you're going to pay your mortgage or how you're going to be successful in your career? Because sometimes people do that. They're like, oh, I, someone spoke a word of truth to me and it, I just knew that it was God, blah, blah, blah. It's not enigmatic here. It's very easily defined. The gospel of your salvation. What is the good news? The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that he did those things To pay for your sin, that sin payment has been accepted, and that you by faith in him receive the righteousness of God. Second Corinthians 5 21. So the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. I don't know about you, but like when I read that, it's like the bouncing ball on the sing-along songs from when I was a kid. After that ye believed. Ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of uh, of promise. You believe first, and then you're sealed. Unconditional election reverses those things and says God regenerates you by putting the Holy Spirit in you against your will, and then you must respond in faith. And that's irresistible grace, which is point number three of Calvinism. Now, we're going to link our Calvinism video down below. It's actually a couple of videos that we did that talk about all the points in TULIP, how Calvinism originated, why it's unbiblical, all that good stuff. But this is Calvinism, 100%. So now we come back to the original part of your question here. Does God give people the gift of belief? No, I don't think so. I think that God has given every single man a free will and he will hold people personally responsible for the choices that they make. Isaiah chapter 1, 18, uh, uh, chapter 1 in verse 18 is one of my favorite examples of God. He just totally exposes Israel for what they are. They're sinners, they're wicked, they're worshiping idols. He says, you're sick from head to toe, pus-filled mess, graphic stuff. But then in verse 18, he says this, Come now and let us reason together saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Come now, let us reason together. This is God making the offer. He explains to them exactly what they are, but then he says very clearly, let's reason together. This is an excellent example of God giving wicked sinners the opportunity to learn and reason with him. Calvinism that doesn't that doesn't fit the mold and what's happened here is you have a young man who's trying to give the gospel He's doing his best, but he doesn't realize his Bible interpretation has been affected by a view Okay, right now. I have my glasses on right. These are supposed to help me see Okay, when I'm looking at my iPad here and I'm reading something I'm having a hard time reading it Okay, I can bring it closer to my face and that'll clear it up and ultimately I'll be able to see what it says Imagine for a moment with me. These were red They were red glasses. As soon as I put this on, I'm going to see every single thing in my line of view through the color red. It's a filter. Okay, I'm going to let the the glasses represent Calvinism, unconditional election. People put this on, and then they read their Bibles, and they read this into into the Scripture. They read this view into the Scripture, and they say, I can't see it any other way. Well, may I say, just let the Scripture speak for itself? Just look at it for what it says, and then you form the filter. That's why I believe the Bible teaches very clearly that salvation is available to all. Because that's what the Bible says. Now, this guy has taken Calvinism, and he's put it over the Scripture, and he reads everything through that lens of Calvinism. There's some other passages that I think are very important here. Uh, in Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 20, it talks about how no one will be um, standing with an excuse. And, of course, Revelation 20 and verses 11 through 15 talk about the great white throne judgment where all those who did not believe will have to give an account of the things that they've done. That sounds like free will to me. So I don't think God gives pe- people the gift to believe. He gives them the opportunity. The Son of Man has been lifted up, and I will draw all men unto me. And what, what does he mean by that? Jesus Christ is going to be there. He is the example. He, sorry, he's not the example. He is the only way. And man will either have to accept that by placing their faith in him or reject it. Both of those things come with consequences. But God does not force a person or give one person the gift of belief over another. I can't find that in Scripture. So let's not be teaching it. Excellent question. I hope um, you understand the answer. Make sure you send in your questions, questions bibleministries.org. Until next time, keep looking up. Jesus Christ is coming soon. If you enjoyed today's episode of Bible Line, make sure to subscribe to the channel and share this video with a friend. Do you have a Bible question? Send us an email, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org and we'll do our best to get you an answer. Or you can leave your question in the comments of this video. Be sure to check the links in the description for more clear Bible teaching. Bible Line is a ministry of Calvary Community Church located in Tampa, Florida.